guys, gals, and all non-gender conforming humans. If you couldn't tell from that greeting, we're going to be talking about gender today in our fifth episode. The previous four included an overview of censorship, as well as discussions of self-censorship, language censorship, and media censorship. If you've missed any of that or would like a refresher, then skip on back. Okay, daily dose of awkward silence, check. Let's get started. On a basis, the conversation of gender, let alone censorship and gender, is convoluted beyond belief. So this is a subject I'll be covering so briefly, it'll feel like nothing. To begin, when I say gender, I am not just referring to male-female, I'm talking about non-binary, intersex, and to a lesser extent, the human body in general reaching beyond sex. Now, gender can be censored through underexposure, and when I say underexposure, I do mean that we don't see enough of it within the mainstream. We can see this censorship in the lack of exposure of gender queer and gender X identities. Most of this underexposure stems from a basic cultural understanding of gender. Most people conform to the binary, i.e. one or another, male or female. My Check It Out article details the experiences of one non-binary person and how gender censorship has affected them. When people choose to believe in the binary, then there cannot exist a third option. And when someone presents outside said binary, they are censored. To exist within their own society, these people have to fit themselves within their society's understanding. What I just said can be understood as self-censorship, but do not think this is pure self-censorship. By combining gender censorship with self-censorship, we begin to get into the discussion of autonomy. Now, autonomy is already a heated discussion within the context of gender, so I'm not going to linger on this too long. But the reason I brought it up deals with the second way gender censorship occurs. The first one was underexposure, which means by process of elimination, the second way gender censorship occurs is through overexposure. This type of gender censorship is a lot harder to see until it's been pointed out. After all, how can something be censored if we're seeing too much of it? Well, there's a simple answer to that. We begin ignoring what we see every day. We don't really think about the shirts we put on every day because it's just something we wear. It's a constant we see every day. However, you know what else we see every day? Models on billboards wearing underwear and nothing else. Some people become so desensitized to this overexposure of the female male body, we begin thinking it's weird for someone to want to cover themselves. We ridicule them for wanting to self-censor their own bodies. In doing that, we end up censoring their autonomy, and often that results in them being unable to self-censor their own bodies. We end up censoring their ability to self-censor. Throughout this podcast, I have been telling you that censorship is not wholly bad. At its center, censorship is a choice. But to censor someone else means to take that choice away. By censoring someone into self-censorship, not only are we taking away their choice, but we are also disabling their autonomy. One of the ways we do this is through sexism. And to end this episode on a high note, check out my totally not serious now you do it quiz on how sexist you are. This is me signing off until next time. Mm -hmm.